Well, hello and good day, beautiful podcast family. I hope that wherever you are on planet Earth, you're doing amazing. And I am sending you all of my love, well wishes, good vibes, prayers, and energy your way. Wishing you all of the best. We've got a phenomenal episode of the show for you today. We have Lizbeth Van Leer on, and we are talking about demystifying cryptocurrency. Uh, crypto has been around for a while. It is a is a hot topic. I have a lot of friends who are into it, and uh, you know, I, I researched for a little bit and kind of, uh, you know, I didn't dive in, but. Uh, I know a lot of people are. So in this one, we, we do really like w- what you need to know about crypto. So we talk about why cryptos are not private, but people think they do. Uh, the origins of cryptocurrency. Uh, what is Bitcoin actually? The benefits of crypto. Why old systems are uh, dying. Um, why crypto isn't going away. Why silver may be in a, a better investment than gold. Uh, what whales are. Uh, how crypto doubled during current uh uh, COVID, uh, how and why are cryptos safe or not, um, and so much more, and anything connected to your name and why it's not private. So this also uh, goes into you know what it means to be private. You know, there's uh, some people out there like Armstrong Economics who I follow. They say you know crypto is good, but the government can. Well, he doesn't say it's good actually. He, he says the opposite. He says the government's going to be able to regulate it. They do have gov coins, um, but it is an alternative to trading because we know from having Timothy Madden on the show and many other people that banking is incredibly corrupt. So what can we do as far as trading goes? And so this is one alternative. Um, So, you know, crypto is very deep. I I am not sold either way. I'm not really sure about it. Um, But uh, yeah, so this is a very fantastic episode. I know you're going to like it and uh, it'll it'll demystify everything, um, you know, and give you a really good understanding of what crypto is, how it works and uh, the benefits. So um, I hope you enjoy. And if you like it, please share it with your friends. Do what you can to leave a review. Um, Become a member at mattbelair.com um, at the membership because I just got the second strike on YouTube. Uh, Patreon is threatening to delete my account. I just got Facebook hacked. So it's just absolutely nuts right now trying to get out this information. So any support would be great. For those of you guys who want to do a deep dive on you know peak performance, living your life purpose, getting uh, a group that will hold you accountable but celebrate your wins, give you the tools to connect to um, you know the spiritual realm, I do a weekly mastermind and coaching group and would love to have you there if you want to join the group for free um, to test it out and do a client call just hit me up mattbelair.com forward slash coaching fill out that form let me know a little bit about you and uh, i'm happy to send you the soul compass course the quantum heart hypnosis audio just let me know a little bit about yourself and i'll send you the tools that you need to move forward and if you want to join the group uh, it is really phenomenal and would love to work with you one-on-one you know we do a lot on mindset believe spirituality and it's really a training center and mastermind so would love to have you a part of that if you're interested and uh, I think that's it other than you know the most important thing you could do to support this show is to do three kind acts wherever you are in the world today so that's it let's uh let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we dive in wherever you are in the world just stop what you're doing take in a deep breath in through your nose hold that breath and let it out slowly filling every cell every muscle and every fiber of your being with peace joy contentment enthusiasm inspiration courage and ready to enjoy this amazing episode with Lisbeth Van Leer hello and welcome to the mastermind body and spirit show I'm your host Matt Belair as you know we are facing extreme censorship from just like many other truth seekers out there if you want to support this show please go over to mapillaire.com become a member but the most important thing that you can do 
is do three kind acts wherever you are in the world today. Today's guest is a speaker, writer, and source transformational coach helping people excel in every aspect of their lives. She has over 30 years of study and exploration into numerous therapeutic techniques. Recently, she has been helping people understand and demystify the world of cryptocurrency to show them how it can make you financially independent. Welcome to the show, Lisbeth Von Leer. Hi, Matt. Nice to see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice to be on your show. Yeah, it's great to be connected. You know, it's excited. It I got to um, chat with Christopher Gronsky, your husband, and um, then you popped up and we we connected and I looked at your bio and everything you're doing and I and I absolutely loved it. You guys are very freedom minded people, you know, and yeah. uh, very outside the box thinkers. And so when we got to chatting, you're telling me all of this amazing stuff that you're doing in crypto that I, I never even considered, you know, I had the basic knowledge, but you're talking about all these things I never heard of. And so um, I just love for you to introduce yourself to the audience and uh, a little bit about yourself and how you go from transformational coaching with years of experience. And I've looked into some of the stuff that you were educating on, which was is very in-depth and you're very knowledgeable, but then you transform into helping people understand um, cryptocurrency and how that can benefit them. So would love to uh, hear a little bit about the background. Yeah. So um I uh, started when I was 28 with um, with this. Uh, I, I was walking uh, on the street and, and I was thinking there must be more to life than that. And I went to one of these yoga places where they have classes and, uh, you know, that kind of place. And, and then uh, I went to a talk there and that was my beginning of a 30, more than 32 years of uh, studying, exploring all kinds of things, quantum physics, law of attraction, thera holistic therapy, uh, frequencies, um, uh, all sorts of stuff. Anyway, in 32 years, you can learn a lot. Anyway, and, and um, what I, I noticed well, one of the things that I am is I, I like to keep things uh, practical and simple. So everything I, because I mean, those things that I, uh, neuroscience and all those things that I looked at, um, you know, they can be pretty complicated, quantum physics, therapeutical stuff. And I, um, I started to see these connections and I was able to communicate them in a simple way. And I integrated them in my uh, therapeutic work and my coaching. So, um, and then after th 32 years, I discovered cryptos and I'm the kind of person when something grabs me, I don't let go and I start studying and researching and everything. And I, um, well, the thing was, um, um, I, I actually was at the pork fest. I should start my, uh, my presentation because my PowerPoint, because that's all a little bit at the start of my PowerPoint. Shall I do that? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Let's get the thing. Um, yeah. I like to make a PowerPoint so people can see. Um, 
Yeah, it's one of my favorite ways too. I'll always like with certain guests, I'll say, if you want to do the PowerPoint, you can. Most of them don't want to, but it's always fun because then you can kind of track and get educated as you go along. Yeah. And, and, and you use more senses. So that's a great thing to do, share. Right. Yeah, most people are visual learners. Actually, interestingly, what got me booted off of uh, YouTube again was um, oh. a guest who was using visual aids to describe the government corruption. And so he said the same thing, right? Most people are visual learners. So when you try to tell somebody something, but you show them the actual image of what you said, it lands uh, much more so. Yes, that's true. The more the more senses you use, the better. So can you see my screen? No. Yep. Yep. That's perfect. Yeah. Is it sharing? All yep. right. All right. So um, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, what the bleep is that? Um, a lot of people think Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies are very difficult and they can be because there is so much out there. There's an evolution going on uh, in the technology uh, the, that's behind uh, cryptocurrencies. And, um, but I like to say to people, it doesn't have to be difficult. It's like having a, t a television. You don't need to know all those things that are inside your television to use it. You just need to know how to use your remote. And, and that is what I uh, teach people, the simple things. And then when people know the basics, they can always uh, go deeper in whatever uh they like if you like to code or to trade or anything everything's possible you can have jobs in in, in the whole uh, space so um and another thing um is that i because i'm i'm in the freedom uh, community my i teach how to uh set up cryptos anonymously and stay anonymous because people think cryptos are anonymous and that's not true at all. And um, so I teach you that and I have a second workshop where I actually teach people who bought things um, publicly how they can make it private again. And I'm tweaking that because I, I get more and more information. So my classes get better and better all the time anyway. So let's start with the first slide. Before we start, I am not a financial advisor. Um, everything I'm, I'm showing you is, is what I did myself, what I learned. Um, and, you know, I made mistakes. I also lost some money. Um, but, you know, um, so I hope I can help you not to do that. So, so my crypto path was what I was saying that I was... I, I like to to research things that interest me. And that was the case with the cryptocurrencies. It was 2016, I think. No, 2015. I was um, at the Pork Fetch, which is a freedom festival here in New Hampshire. And what happened was that um, there was this blow up uh, tent uh, with Bitcoin. And I had no idea what Bitcoin was. So I... Um, I asked my hubby to go there and he, we had other stuff. We got uh, distracted. So we never got there, which was a pity because at that moment, Bitcoin was $54. So I wish I did go there. <laughs> 
anyway, so that didn't happen. And the next year that tent was there again. I didn't go in again, got distracted, but a friend of ours, he set me up with my first wallet and I bought $20 worth of, uh, of Bitcoin. And I, I wasn't really into that after that. And I can't remember what really grabbed me about it, but I started researching um, like crazy. I had time, I was at home. So uh, I did that like, 24 7 i was researching cryptos and i got excited i started to talking with people in the freedom community uh, about it and i noticed they all had wallets and they had some crypto and they used it at on a daily base but they didn't know everything i knew and i was like oh wow and then uh, people start asking me if i could help them uh, set up there were people who put their 401ks in cryptos and everything so i i help people and my first workshop was two full days and at the uh, sorry at the end of those two days people's head was exploded that didn't work at all. They had, they, they just, it was just an overload. It was too much. Anyway, so I, um, I decided to cut everything up in little pieces so people can uh, take it in. And um, yeah, so that was, and I started in 2017 with actually buying cryptos. And that was the worst time probably there was a lot of coins out there and uh, I had no idea really what I was doing at some point, you know, when I started, I wanted cryptos, but, you know, anyway, so that has changed. And um, so I do these workshops now and my basic workshop is um, to make it easy and, and uh, private for people to keep it private. And as far as I know, I had no idea that that was unique, but I don't know of any other classes out there that that teach you how to keep your cryptos private. So that's um, a thing I do. And I didn't realize that until my Christopher said, hey, you know how unique you are with your, <laughs> with your workshop. I said, really? He said, yeah, that privacy thing nobody else does. I said, oh, well, that's a good point of sales then. So, Okay, so yeah, yeah, that's that's super interesting. I had the assumption that crypto was private, and that was one of the main benefits. And you know, if you're in the freedom movement per se, you know, you understand what the banks do, and uh, you know, and all the harm that they cause. So you want to not participate that as much as possible. So you go to no, crypto you don't, and just assume that um, that yeah. it is private. So I had no idea when you told me that. So that's that's really fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can, you can, from the start, if you set it up right, you can stay uh, uh, completely uh, private or or uh, partly. That depends on on where you're at. So, but I'll talk a little bit about that uh, in the presentation. Okay, next one. So let's do a little bit of history here. Not too much. So. Um, Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency and that came out of the cyber cypherpunk movement. These were computer nerds that um, wanted to change the world through code. So they wanted to keep everything private. Um, anyway, so they set, they set up Bitcoin. 
the creator of Bitcoin is Satoshi Nakamoto. Nobody knows who that is. It can be a man, a woman, or a group of people. I think it's a group of people because uh, there are uh, um, the 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 um, when they were developing uh, Bitcoin, people would help from different all these punk, these cyberpunk people. They they would help each other to uh, get the, get it all better. And um, so, so, but they say Satoshi Nakamoto, who nobody knows who that is. Now, in 2008, the white paper was published. The white paper is kind of a, a business plan, a roadmap uh, for uh, a cryptocurrency. So that was published to, uh, in 2008. And the first Bitcoin transaction, Bitcoin is is um, abbreviated BTC uh, transaction was to Hal fin Finney and he was a helper of Satoshi. So he was in that group uh, that helped develop uh, Bitcoin. Now, this is funny. On May 22nd, 2010, the first real world transaction was done and it was by Laszlo Hayens. Hayens? Jens, yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know exactly. And he bought two pizzas in Jacksonville, Florida, and he paid 10,000 Bitcoin for two pizzas, knowing that uh, Bitcoin now is 60,000, uh, about around 60,000. It's very volatile, but it's it's that would be like 600 million i think or <laughs> billion i don't know that were pizza. pretty pretty expensive pizzas i have to say but then i mean in 2009 you bought 1309 bitcoin for a dollar so i mean he probably bought hundred thousand and just he just wanted to test if this whole bitcoin thing worked so and it did cost him 10,000 Bitcoin. I still think it's funny. And, you know, it's it's a story that goes around in this uh, in this space uh, about this pizza. Everybody knows how, that. In 2011, Bitcoin was $1. So you, uh, you paid $1 for one Bitcoin. And, um, you know, it's been growing up and down, up and down. And Bitcoin is extremely volatile. So I have seen days that it would go up or down $10,000, thousands of dollars. So when you have Bitcoin, um, uh, there, I'm thinking if I have the slide in here, but there are uh, people who trade Bitcoin. There are people who um, hodl Bitcoin. And there are miners. I, I, I just want to talk about hodling. I'm a hodler and hodler means hold on for dear life. And that means you buy cryptos. You uh, absolutely think that cryptos are going to stay. Uh, they are going to be the money of the world. And, and um, you're probably never going to get uh, change them back into dollars and, unless you... Um, you, you need it uh, desperately to pay your rent or something like that. And, and that's a hodler. And, and when you are a hodler, you have to know that it goes up and down and you have to stay cool with that. And you don't sell because you don't lose until you sell. And you know, I know, and I trust 
as that my Bitcoin is going to go up or my cryptos, any other cryptos, cryptos are volatile. Um, so, um, yeah, that they go up again. That's what I trust. And it always does. And you have to be patient sometimes because when I bought my first crypto, I bought them on top of the market and then they went down. All of them went down and it took at least two years before they went up again a little bit. So I was like, holy cow. But I, I'm like, so you don't put money in cryptos that you cannot uh, lose. You know, you, you, you want to be smart about that. Although there's a lot of very rich people who are putting 100% in it now, but I'm talking a bit, little bit more about that. You have any questions? Yeah. Yeah. So you'll probably get into this. So the idea would be it would be only for investment because let's say you know I need groceries or something, you know, or, or I want to, you know, it depends on how much money you're making, right? So if you need money for life, you keep that into the real world, and then you put what you could invest in crypto. Is that kind of what you're saying? Because it'd be great to just be able to trade it in there, right? Yeah. 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 Well, the thing is that it depends where you are. You know, there are people, students of me, of my classes that are, live in the middle of nowhere. There's no cryptos around. And there are, uh, like here in New Hampshire, um, people buy everything here with cryptos. People get paid in crypto. So, you know, and, and, um, and at this point... Um, I talk about that later. Why cryptos? And you, you'll get the answer on your question. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> I figured it was. I, I always. Somewhere. That's a pretty common question. Yeah. Well, the thing is that I have this PowerPoint, and then I start talking, and people start questioning, and then five slides behind. Oh, I already talked about that. So anyway. Um, Okay, now let's start. What is Bitcoin? Bitcoin is a worldwide digital payment system. So uh, it's worldwide and there is no authorization or organization. Nobody's in charge. There is no bank or anybody who's in between, except when you do a transaction, you pay a little fee. Now, it's a collection of computers that use the app, the network. So when you connect to that app, to Bitcoin uh, network, that means you can pay anybody through the whole world in Bitcoin. Um, if you connect to another Ethereum network, that means you can um, pay everybody worldwide with Ethereum or any other crypto. And that's what I like about cryptos. You can have uh, different cryptos um, and I just say, okay, Matt, I want to buy your car. Uh, what crypto do you like? And you say, well, let's give me, uh, I'll, I want Ethereum. Okay, so I pay you in Ethereum. So I can choose and you can choose um, which crypto you want to receive or you want to pay with. So that's pretty cool. And there is a lot of cryptos, which I'm going to talk a bit later again. So, so um, and and this is, again, it's a network of anonymous users. Depends on how you set it up and what... Uh, there are actually anonymous cryptos, so... Um, but it's not as anonymous. It's a peer-to-peer -peer network. So I pay you straight. There's no bank or government or anything in between um, that um, is going to take a bit of that. It's electronic cash through 
digital signature. I'm not going to go into that. And it's low fees. That's too much to go into that. Anyway, and you pay low fees. I should take that out in this uh, thing. All right. Any questions? Nope. Straightforward so far. Well, I've got lots, but I'll wait till the presentation. I'm writing down the questions and I'll. I'll, I'll oh, cool. That's smart. <laughs> smart. Smart. <laughs> All right. Now, so, so there is this. Um, Sometimes you speak with people about Bitcoin and they said, nah, Bitcoin is too much because they think it's actually a coin. And that's how it's uh, been seen at. If you see, uh, if they talk about Bitcoin often, you see a coin. Um, so, um, and these coins, there are coins, there, but it's more like a... Um, a souvenir thing, or there are actually machines, you know, the way you have little kids, they have an egg or something, and they have a little toy in. So you have machines like that, they have an egg, and there is a coin inside, and the coin has a code, um, which you can um, uh, scan into your uh, wallet, wallet is where you keep your cryptos, and um, and that's how you can buy some cryptos if you wanted to. So that's where this uh, misunderstanding comes from that uh, cryptos are coins that you have to buy, but it it's not because it's a digital uh, uh, currency. And if you look at this at the um, down below here, Satoshi, one Satoshi is a millionth, I think it was a millionth of a Bitcoin. So it's, it's a tiny, tiny, um, so you don't have to be rich. Uh, to go into cryptos, you can you can buy cryptos with pennies if you wanted to. Um, so it's small fractions of a Bitcoin that you can, and other coins. Any any crypto is um, is in fractions. So so which which makes it very interesting for everybody. All right, so we are living in interesting times because old systems are crumbling. Uh, the banks are, at least I don't know if banks are gonna survive, but the dollar definitely is not because of the money printing. I mean that um, if you hold uh, dollars, you lose 15% every year, your money gets worth less. So you don't wanna hold on um, to, um, dollars also um and the government is not doing so well either i i don't know what it's going to look like but um these old systems are definitely uh no banks need to stay for banks to stay in in the in the world they need to um change to cryptos or something but the cool thing is that everything banks do is also now in cryptos. You can uh, lend money, um, you can borrow money, you can um, you have you can use credit cards with crypto. So banks really are not so. Uh, people sell and buy houses with crypto. So I don't think banks are going to be there for a long time unless they do something completely which is not out there yet. So, so we're heading for depression, which is going to be very devastating for most people. 
dollar is going to disappear and instead we will have those cryptos. Um, so I would advise everybody to go in cryptos for lots of reasons, which are my next slides are going to say that it's a worldwide um, crypto. Um, cryptos are worldwide and it's new money. So I honestly believe that that's going to be the money of the future. And a lot of people think it's new, but it's not new in the sense that we do everything digital now. Your bank account is digital. So, I mean, it's not really new. It just works a little bit different. So it's a new way also in investing in businesses uh, because um, What's interesting is that uh, cryptos ha all have, uh, a, 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 how you call that, an, um, I'm spacing the world word, um, businesses, they all are different types of businesses that are coming out. And instead, like if you, in the old, uh, old world, if you wanted to invest in a business, you'd buy stock and you own a bit of the business. That's not the case with cryptos. What you do is you sort of um, invest in the idea. So you need to research when you want to buy a particular crypto. You, you want to research um, what what they're doing, um, you know, uh, if it's uh, helpful for the world and that kind of thing. And if you like that idea, you buy that particular crypto to support that idea. And, and when other people think the same, the price will go up and you make money out of that. So it's, it's different than stock. I wouldn't want to be in stock anyway. It's all blown up garbage. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now let's go into your question. So why cryptos? Because you have your own bank in your pocket. You have your phone and that's the bank. There is no fees and limitations from banks they because um, you can send money to whoever you want. Like for instance, when Licky, <laughs> Licky Weeks, uh, WikiLeaks, the banks would block donations to WikiLeaks. So uh, banks do that. You know, they tell you who you can and cannot and cannot pay, uh, pay, which countries, which people, which organizations, which is none of their freaking business, because it's my money, and if I want to give it to God know who, that's up to me. That's none of anybody's business. So banks stop you from spending your money the way you want it. Also, it's peer to peer, no middleman who takes a part of the action. It's decentralized. It's like the internet. Everybody is part of it. Uh, nobody, um, I mean, uh, the, the government and, and banks, they can't do anything about it. You know, it's um, the internet is, is, is staying up because everybody's using it. And that's going to be the same with cryptos. And you can do, do transactions all over the world for pennies and very fast. Um, Bitcoin, I don't think is going to be the... Uh, um, the money it's more like a um although if they figure that out that it's not so anonymous as people think but um 
Bitcoin can be very slow and very expensive and Ethereum as well. Lately, Ethereum is pretty expensive too to do um, uh, transactions. So, so it, uh, you can't go into a uh, Starbucks or somewhere and, and buy a cup of coffee with Bitcoin. That, that's too slow and, and it could be expensive to do that, you know. So, so the, it's going to be other coins and the market will choose which coins that are going to be. But I do believe that it's going to be a wealth store, uh, Bitcoin. So people keep it there for to keep, you know. So why continue? There's lots of reasons, as you see. You can become financially and independent. Uh, you can create generational wealth and pension. If you have a job that you don't like or you just don't want to work anymore, this is the way to do that. Of course, if you put $10 or $100 in there, that, that's going to be hard. But um, if you could, you know, you put some in and a little bit every month and, and you pick the right coins, it can become very uh, fast. I know somebody who um, one and a half weeks ago, we told him to buy a certain coin and he had $10,000 and he has now more than $30,000 in one and a half weeks. So uh, that was the right coin to go for. So that was kind of awesome. <laughs> okay, there are people who live uh, on cryptos. I have a, a picture of that and they buy houses and cars. Uh, that people get paid in cryptos, that's all happening already. And when you set yourself up properly, that's what I keep saying, you can maintain your privacy. So also we are, we are heading for a biggest depression. It's, it's going to be worse than to, uh, 1913. There will be no money, um, ATMs. Um, so I, I tell people prepare with gold, silver, food, seeds, water, make sure you have all that and, uh, and cryptos. And the reason why cryptos, well, I, I wouldn't buy gold to be quite honest, because I think silver, if it pops, it's going to do much better. And that's also because silver has properties that in the industrial properties. Um, so uh, I think, I would choose silver and also it's cheaper. So um, you can buy a, an ounce of silver for at the moment, it's, it's between 25 and $30. And it's expected that silver is going to be between $600 and $1,000 for one ounce of silver. Now that means that you can't go to the supermarket to, to buy your groceries there or bread or a couple of, of, of food items or whatever you want. So that's why you have cryptos because you have these little fractions um, that you can uh, pay with. So that's, that's why you also want cryptos. Um, so I think cryptos are gonna be a, a lifesaver. And also it's freedom. Cryptos is freedom. There is no middleman. There is no bank, no government that can touch you or stop it or take it, you know. So um, 
except when you give them your codes and that would be extremely stupid if you do that so <laughs> but i teach people that in the class <laughs> i i heard a story there was this guy who was arrested and he had cryptos and they tried everything to get into his crypto they they took his phone or whatever device he had his scripts on and they couldn't get in it and he wouldn't give them um the code so that means when he comes out of jail he's fine he has his codes he can start it up anytime again so that's kind of cool <laughs> that's what i like all right so this slide i have to change every time i didn't do it today but it's it was a couple of days ago. So cryptos are not going away anymore because there's 106 million people that are in cryptos at this moment. And the market cap is more than 2 trillion. And I, uh, I la last time I checked, it went from half, uh, half a trillion to 1.2 trillion and now it's up to 2 trillion so it's like it, I'll, I'll explain what the market cap is that is the total amount of money that's invested in cryptocurrency so and is growing every day it's probably uh, much more than 2 trillion now now there's another thing a lot of people think they missed the boat with bitcoin there is more than 92 hundred different cryptos and growing so you need to learn how to pick your cryptos um, and then what you do every time you skim from one like for instance you skim from your bitcoin and you buy a cheaper coin and that's how you grow your uh, your cryptos as well so 9200 different coins and there is scammers in there so you do need to know um, and i i also say that if you if you have a bunch of different cryptos and there are a couple of scammers in there that you don't know it doesn't matter because um, your good ones will will definitely uh, make that up to you. So um, that's what happened with me anyway. So big businesses, they are already in cryptos are, are, or are in the process uh, to set themselves up. If you want, you can Google that. Just Google uh, businesses that accept cryptos and, and then you... Um, you can you get a whole list and and little uh, shops are probably not on there and they are growing too. So um, Tesla actually, um, I think it was last month or the month before. They you can actually buy a Tesla car now with Bitcoin if you want. So now this was big, 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 big. Mastercard, Visa, and PayPal have adopted crypto, so you can have a Visa card now or a Master card and you can load it it's like a debit card you can load it up with cryptos and you can buy worldwide now with crypto so that because i got that question so often um yeah but now i have all these cryptos and i i i can't spend them and and um not everybody lives here in North Hampshire and have a freedom community that accepted crypto. So, but that's no problem anymore. It's now Visa and MasterCard. So you can buy everything anywhere in the world now with cryptos. Um, 
there is talk that the government is working or wants to do a fat coin. Um, I wouldn't buy it, but you know, that's just me. A lot of people are going to, uh, unless maybe they, you have to pay taxes with it or something like that, but that would just be buy the fat coin and spend it. And I would not hold on to that. At the moment, there's a run on Bitcoin. There are whales. Whales are very rich people uh, and banks, hedge funds, billionaires, governments, banks, big businesses, etc. And they are all going into Bitcoin big, big time. There is a Blue Ridge Bank who has an, a Bitcoin ATM. I don't know Blue Ridge Bank and Mellon Bank, but they're one of the first banks apparently here and they have, uh, they do uh, work with cryptos. Now, there are banks that actually close your account if they sniff that you are in Bitcoin or, or in any crypto. So um, I wouldn't do anything through the bank with your uh, um with your cryptos. Now, before somebody who had an investment put portfolio would, would hold two to 3% of Bitcoin and now 70 to 100% of crypto. So people buy more things than just uh, Bitcoin. So that's huge. I, uh, there are billionaires who put a complete, um, all the assets, everything in, in, uh, in cryptocurrency. So that's pretty amazing. Okay. 7.6 billion people. I'm not sure because last time I heard 7.8 billion people in the world, but anyway, the people, all the people in the world, they want Bitcoin at some point. And when you have 0.28 Bitcoin, you are going to be 1% of the wealthiest people in the crypto space because Bitcoin's very scarce. So that is going to drive up the price. And because Bitcoin is known to most people, it was the first uh, one, like, I don't know if they, it's the same here, but like in England, the first vacuum they had was Hoover. So they use the word Hoover as a vacuum in England. If you, you Hoover your house, you, you, you know, so that's what, what is the same with Bitcoin. So if you go to YouTube, you can type in 0 0.28 Bitcoin and you get really cool videos where people explain why that is and, and uh, why you're going to be one of the wealthiest people in the crypto space. So... In the first three months of COVID, crypto adoption doubled. And I am so happy about that because people are waking up, it seems. So that's so cool. And it's it's growing. You know, people uh, uh, learn more and more about crypto. So, um, yeah. So that's, I'm happy to have seen that. So I wanted to put it in the presentation. <laughs> All right, this is a, an other group of people which is extremely interesting. There is a, a 2.5 billion people in the world are unbanked and they have no ID. So that means that they 
they can't, they don't have bank accounts. They can't have bank accounts. You need an ID and a social number and God knows what, uh, the color of your underwear they want to know nowadays. So, um, they can't have a bank account and that shuts them off, off from the rest of the world. So just having a phone, which most of them have, I've been in, in third world countries where that is the case, just having a phone and an internet temporarily, because you only need the internet uh, when you do a transaction and not even that, um, will give them a bank in their pocket and they can be part of the world's economy. And that is huge. That is amazing. That's wonderful. I heard a story about uh, there was some little tribe somewhere in the east somewhere. I think it was Indonesia or somewhere like that. And what happened, somebody learned about cryptos in the village and the whole village put their one, two, three, four dollars together or whatever they had. And they bought cryptos all together and they're thriving now. So I love those kind of stories. That's pretty cool. So, um, so this opens, cryptos open the world for 2.5 billion people, which is awesome. You know, they can thrive and have a good life. All right. Now I like this slide too, because cryptos are safer than banks. Because when you have money in the bank, the bank can levy you and take fees out and you can't do anything about that. So uh, if IRS or anybody goes and says, bank, I want his money, the bank is going to give it uh, to them, which is terrible. And the fees are astronomical. I mean, if I go in the, in the red or however you call it, in my bank account, I have to pay and it's even $5, I have to pay $35 on fees, which is criminal. They only do that here, I think. In Holland, they don't do that. If you go uh, in the negative, you just pay uh, a percentage of interest on it. So that's much better. Anyway, but here they're freaking thieves. Anyway, and then of course we have the bail-in in Cyprus. In Cyprus, Everybody who had $100,000 or more, they took 50% of that and it was gone. You couldn't do anything about it. Who wants any money in the bank? It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. And then there is credit cards. Your credit card info, you give that to anybody. If you go to a restaurant or buy something online, these people can take your information and they can um, go after it. You know, they can, they can take money off your card if they wanted to. Now, if you are here, then the bank uh, is going to uh, probably pay it back if you're lucky. But if you, if it happens in the other, if you want to buy something on the other side of the world, I don't know how that's going to work, but that's going to be very uh, troublesome to get that money back then. Then there's another thing. 
is China. Say I, I, I am a, a coach and I help somebody and he pays me with a credit card. That person can actually go to the bank and say, I want my money back because I wasn't happy with her. And the bank is going to give the money back and I am out. I don't get anything. That doesn't happen with cryptos. You can't do that. Once you pay, that's it. The transaction is permanent. And then I and if there's ever a run on the bank, that's going to be interesting because banks only have 10% cash. If you put $100,000 in the bank, the bank, according to bank laws, the bank has to take to keep 10% cash and the rest they can lend out to somebody else and put an IOU in there. So that means if there is a run on the bank, if people sniff what's going on, they're going to want their money out of the bank. And maybe if you're with the first few, you get some money or all your money. But a lot of people are going to lose on that. And there is going to be a run on the bank. But people don't understand money. That's the problem. So and there are great um, there are great uh, videos on that to understand money. So uh, highly recommend you study money because knowledge, you can um, make yourself more safe. And when you're talking about the, uh, the incident in Cyprus, that's what happened in Greece too, right? Is that they actually went into their banks and took their money? Yeah. Yeah, they take they took 50%. And I think Cyprus and Greece could be too. Yeah, they just take it. And Are that's you... how that's how Canada set up as well, I heard. I heard that we actually had a, a bank for the people, I believe it was in 1967, and then they changed the laws, and then it basically got hijacked. And so um, so when I heard about the Greece scenario, I was like, wait, wait, wait. They actually went into their bank and took their money. And so apparently mm -hmm. we have that same setup in Canada. I don't know if it's well, similar in the States, but um, yeah. it's, uh, you... that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's just theft you know and it's yeah. it's all fine and nobody's doing anything about it it's it's just absolutely sickening if you you think about it and people don't know this stuff that is really it's sad you know so honestly i do have a bank account i have in there what i need for my bills the lowest of the lowest i watch it every time i buy something online i i don't use a credit card very often only when i buy online but before i buy i look at how much is in my bank and if there's not enough i'll bring it to the bank and i'll buy what i want to buy and that's all i have in the bank not not a penny more you know and if i lose that that's okay i mean that's not a lot but i don't have anything there they're fucking sorry f you okay <laughs> and so wait with the with the visa or mastercard do you set that up through bitcoin or something and they send you that so it's only to do with your, your oh there's 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 websites you can go there and order of set that up so so, so it would remain in the private then so when you're going around and spending the bitcoin and different anything you do with a bank credit card bank account there are atms uh, that ask for fingerprint, ID, anything that's connected to your name is not private. From that moment on, you're trackable mm. all over the place. So you don't want that. Yeah. And that's what I teach people in my class. Right. Got it. 
All right, so if you ever wish you bought Microsoft stock when it came to the market, if you had bought 100 shares at $21 at the offering price in 1986 and kept them, it would have grown to 28,800 shares and they would be worth 750,000. This is an older slide. I don't know if that number is correct, but it took 20... Did I say 25 is longer? 14 and 21. That's more than 30 years um, for it to grow. If if uh, if you put that in cryptos, it's going to be much more interesting and faster. I think if you would go in there now with with you know with a uh, whatever you can uh, miss. You know, I mean, you need to go with, pay your bills. But I mean, like the that um, person who went in there one and a half week ago and tripled his $10,000. I mean, that's not bad. So that's pretty good. <laughs> so you're definitely uh, the crypto space is much more interesting to invest in than uh, the stock. So this is what I said, Visa and MasterCard, that means worldwide spending. This is so huge for the crypto space, it's amazing. So, all right, these are some companies that accept uh, Bitcoin. This is an old, uh, an old slide, but because, you know, you can't keep up with it, but some of them is overstock.com was the first um, business that would take uh, Bitcoin. So. Overstock, Subway, Microsoft, Virgin, Expedia, Etsy, Whole Food, Dish Network, Shopify, Home Depot, and thousand more growing every day. And Craigslist. If you go to Craigslist, you can search on uh, cryptocurrency. So that's kind of cool. So you can buy on Craigslist with cryptocurrencies. But if you go online, you can. There is many, many, many more. So uh, all right, these people. They just, one of them, I don't know which one, looks like the girl. She just bought a uh, Lexus with Bitcoin and Dash. Dash is uh, one of the cryptocurrencies. No banks involved. Um, this is in New Hampshire. Uh, there is people who pay their rent in cryptos. They buy cars. And here is somebody who sold their house uh, for Bitcoin. So, um now, you have to uh, imagine that a lot of people bought uh, Bitcoin for a dollar, 1,309 Bitcoin, not bad. I mean, and now that's worth 60,000. There is a lot of people that are very rich and you don't know that because they have it uh, in their little wallet and um, nobody knows about it. So unless they talk about it, of course. So that's kind of cool. Okay, so this is a question I get a lot. What if we lose electricity, if there's an EMP or something like that? Okay, well, people are not, you know, there's already and they're not allowed, but there's already people who have all kinds of systems to have to create electricity. Um, um, so people are not going to sit and wait um, 
that the government uh, switches back on the electricity, people are inventive, they evolve, they are going to find ways uh, to have electricity again. Now, in the uh, only one computer in the crypto network has to stay online worldwide. And, and believe me, if you have billionaires that put $750 billion in Bitcoin, they'll have some kind of a provision for the electricity to go out. But even you, if you have your phone with your wallets on and you put it in a little, you buy that in Amazon, you buy a little EMP bag, you put it in, we tried it out, a friend had one, I, I still have to order one, I keep forgetting. And we put his phone in there and we tried to ring his phone, nothing's happening. So if you only, you only have to have a little EMP bag and you will be the, even the only one in the, <laughs> in the world that can start up the whole network again. So that's kind of cool. No power, people don't realize that. There are no banks either because they do everything on power. You know, it's it's all um, all electricity with banks too. So they won't be there either. All right. Now there was I, I have this guy he send me these these questions. Um He's very negative about cryptos. He thinks they're scammers. But I was like, I'm going to talk about this because he keeps bugging me about it. So, and then he doesn't come on my talk. So he's missing out <laughs> to get answers to his questions. <laughs> anyway, so uh, there he so he says there are people that have their wallets emptied out, or um, um, anyway. So. When somebody says that, you have to wonder what he did with his codes. Because if somebody can get to your, your codes, and I will teach you all that in my workshops, they can get your Bitcoin or your cryptos, and you can't do anything about it. So you have to sit on that and defend it with your life is a little hefty because who wants to die for some money? But... Um, so if somebody, if you hear that, that somebody lost, they emptied out their wallet, then you have to wonder how they treat, how they treat their codes. Another one is that never, ever, ever do you want to keep your coins on an exchange because hackers don't go for your wallet because they don't know. Maybe you have $10 in your, in your wallet. Who knows? And, and, um, why would they do all that work to hack into your computer? Exchanges are much more interesting for hackers. So you'd never want to keep any coins on, on exchanges. There is a rule in crypto land. When you don't have the codes, you don't have the cryptos. So, and I know somebody, uh, this person set up, she, uh, she bought a Bitcoin and um, a friend set her up she he, she gave the money when it was a couple of thousand dollars he set up a wallet uh put the bitcoin in she doesn't know what wallet she doesn't have the codes she doesn't have shit because if that guy dies who's gonna give her the codes if he 
if they get in an argument or they lose the friendship, who knows what happens? She has nothing. And he can just say, I don't have that. You don't, she has nothing. So no codes, no cryptos. That is just the, you have to always remember that. Um, and then there's people who say, yeah, but the cryptos, they're all scammers and they're not just scammers in crypto. I mean, look at the dollar. The dollar is used for everything, good and bad, and so is crypto. So um, in general, people who have cryptos, I've noticed, are, are very generous. They like to donate to things they here in, in, in New Hampshire. I, I see that, you know, they come to you and they say, I like what you do. I like to donate uh, some money to you. And they pull out their wallet and they send you some crypto. So, and they probably bought a lot of cryptos when they was a dollar or something like that. So, so yeah. Also, what I, I, I really, um, it's interesting that most people, not everybody, of course, because as people, they buy the cryptos, throw it in their closet and don't look at it anymore. But most people who go into cryptos, they start getting interested in the markets, in the economy. They want to know what's going on. They learn how to buy coins. And, uh, you know, the, the, the crypto space is humongous. It's growing every day. I honestly, I can't keep up with it. You know, if you do, I'm not on that every day, uh, you lose track. There is a lot of jargon in there. And I believe, I think that's why people uh, are afraid of cryptos often because this, it's a lot. But what you need to do is you have to pick what you like and or not. <laughs> you just buy them and chuck them in the cupboard and that's it. So, um, so you, you, uh, you learn and you grow when you go in cryptos. I hear people say that, you know, they get interested in all sorts of stuff. So, so that's kind of cool. Okay, then you have the question about taxes. When you are a federal citizen, you are liable for income tax over the gains of your cryptos. So I want to say that even when you, um, you know, um, if you, let's say this, let's make this short. If you don't know what this means, connect with destinationfreedom.org. Um, if you are, if, uh, if you don't know, if you don't know what this means, that means you are probably a federal citizen and otherwise you know what I'm saying with this. So if you want more info, you can connect with destinationfreedom.com. Um, .org. Dot org, sorry. <laughs> I hear in the back, or, and I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> org, yeah. destinationfreedom.org. Okay. <laughs> so Christopher helps you um, to change your, uh, um, your jurisdiction if you want. Okay. All right. So I have online workshops. Bitcoin and cryptocurrency make easy and private and the cryptos from non-private back to private. I have to change this. 
it's a typo. And I do personal guidance uh, with people. Uh, but if you uh, go into the class, you are probably going to do well. And I'm working. I have another five or six workshops I want to do. But you mean one step at a time. So, so um, yeah. Now, um, my sourcetransformation.org website is under construction. So my page is on destinationfreedom.org. Uh, I have a page there, a crypto page. So I put, when I have classes or talks or anything like that, that is the place to go at this moment um, for registration and, and everything like that. If you have any questions or anything, info at sourcetransformation.org. You can send me an email or call me at this number. So, um, yes. Questions. <laughs> well, that, that was amazing. Well, I, I appreciate all that because you answered uh, so many of the questions that I had as you went through. And, um, you know, I'm sure I'm going to have to do the workshop to kind of, you know, there's the questions of setting up a wallet and keeping it secure and, and all that kind of fun stuff, which I'm sure that you dive into. And so yeah. my, some of the things that I've heard, um, I'm just going to stop, stop the share so then I can talk to you face to face. Oh, wait, let me, um, I can do that. Oh, maybe too. you have the power. Yeah. Okay. Wait, let me get rid of the PowerPoint. Oh, um, wait, yes. I can stop sharing. That's what I do. All right. Yeah. So, you know, with the, <laughs> some of the stuff that I've heard is, uh, you know, we, we, the crypto is good because you can go into the private, you know, that we know what the banks have done to basically conquer the entire planet and, and rape and pillage all the resources and minerals of the people. That's not ideal. Um, but then we go into the crypto so we can trade privately. We can kind of take some of that energy out of the bank, right? You want to not participate in what the evil thing is. Um, and then, so, there's, there's that, which is the positive side of like trading, right? Like how do we trade, right? Um, when I was with uh, studying with the indigenous uh, elders, they actually told me they traded in, in a lot of money in gold and silver because mm -hmm. it's actually a real resource. You're trading value for value, right? Yeah. So it's a, a, a currency and money is how we trade value. You know, you do something for me, I'm going to give something in exchange and then that can be accepted everywhere else. So so that part of it is good. And then the other part that makes me a little bit concerned that I've seen is that, um, and I love that you touched on that with the silver and the gold and the seeds and the prepping for the depression or, yeah. or whatever's coming. It's not all your eggs in one basket because um, the push, if you look at Catherine Austin Fitz and uh, some of this global globalist idea, they say they want to put it all into digital, digital currency to make it even more trackable. So I think that you're aware of that. And then that's why you teach people to keep it in the private. Um, because yeah. if you look at some of the articles, they'll say, um, you know, the, the government, I think government of Canada is working on a digital coin. Right. And so I think the fear for some people is, well, can they just come take your whole wallet? And maybe if you don't set it up correctly, that's possible. And I'd be curious your thoughts for that, because what Catherine Austin Fitz is saying is that they're trying to uphold this old market, this fiat currency that's based on nothing that mm -hmm. has to collapse. Mm -hmm. Like no one's, everyone knows it's going to collapse and they're trying to push it into this digital coin, digital currency. Yeah. Now we're even more enslaved because if they want to um, take all your money in a, in a button push, then they take all your money in a button push and they could basically do that now as well. Yeah. 
Well, what what they talk about is, you see, there's there's different uh, coins. There is, uh, as long as they don't have your codes, they can't get to your cryptos. Now, you can take off your your phone or whatever uh, um, device you have. You can take everything off there. You only need the codes. So you could you you they can even hack you because you have a piece of paper with the code. So they cannot get to that. The, their codes, like if you buy on Coinbase, for instance, Coinbase is going to uh, report to the, they report to the IRS and, and, and any, anywhere else. So, so, um, so you're not safe about that. But if I buy cryptos, from somebody else, nobody knows that. And I can even uh, privatize my coins to make sure, because if that person, I don't know if he bought those uh, cryptos at Coinbase or with some kind of a bank account or something like that, from that moment on, they can trace all my transactions and they will lead to you. And, and that was interesting because I was listening this week to some uh, somebody online, and he even said, and I didn't even think about that, that if 100 transactions later, there's a criminal thing going on, drugs or God knows what, um, and then they can, and you bought with, uh, with your address and your name, they can go back to you and say, what happened to you? So, so that's pretty... Um, scary if you think about it and you can uh, s stop that completely so by buying starting up properly and if you already bought it you do my second class and then you can uh, privatize your coins again so okay so so basically what you're saying is if, if you set it up right like the people that fear like uh you know my thought is like okay um I've got, I don't know, let's say 10,000. The nice thing is, you know, when you, you know, if you have hundreds of thousands of dollars, it becomes more uh, frightening. And that's a problem I hope I have one day. Um, but let's just say you have like a hundred thousand dollars and you set it up correctly. And, and we're kind of like, I don't know, in a community and it's all going to crap. How do I use that to transfer it into like payment? Are you saying that there'll be enough people also using crypto that I could trade that as well. And then that's going to defend against any of the stuff the government's going to do as far as trying to make everything into crypto or whatever evil crap they're going to be trying to figure out. Well, it's probably their crypto they're talking about. And when you do their crypto, the Fed coin, for instance, that that is going to be uh, registered and, and tr traceable and everything like that. But there is a whole other world of cryptos that doesn't don't have that, you know, they, they, uh, they can be anonymous. Um, oh, so do you think, so do you think that that's the way they're going like this, the skeptic? So when they're talking about, you know, Catherine Austin Fitz saying they're going to go to a, a federal coin, you don't think the banks are going to figure out a way to kind of um, be able to take the other cryptos that are out there. They'll have their stability and their security so that, you know, you could choose the federal coin of USA or Canada or whatever bullcrap they're going to do. But as long as you're staying 
um, in the private with your own coins and your own denominations or values or whatever they are, you can still trade through there. And maybe even yeah. you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to trade with the federal coin, right? Because that's how they would, they're basically. No, you keep it separate. In. You keep yeah. it separate. So just keep it separate. So that, that, you know, if they have that, because you might need the fed coin because you, you have to pay your, uh, your taxes or, I don't know something, you know. So, so, but you keep that separate then, if that's the case. So, okay. Well, okay. So, what do you recommend moving forward? Because, like I said, it's interesting that you, um, you come from the uh, the freedom set of people, right? That you know, if people don't know about the jurisdiction and, and correcting your status and getting out of that system. Um, that's what yeah. destination freedom does, which is important. And then that kind of person is like. Um, you know, why does the bank get to tell us what we can and can't do with our money? And why, you know, as we put our money there, they are doing all these evil things. And we know that. And so how do we how do we opt out of that? So with with this, let's just say depression or it looks like tough times coming, how do you see it working? And, and what do you suggest for people to prepare for that? So you said a little bit of uh, silver. I I've heard the same thing where silver um, you know, it's also easier to trade with, right? If you have one ounce of gold, it's worth like yeah. 2,500 bucks or something. Um, and it's a real thing. So you could trade mm -hmm. with that. And so, uh, yeah, how would you recommend people prepare? And I guess you'll do this in your other course, but I just don't understand how I trade for it and like get my groceries. Let's say I have like a hundred thousand dollars in, in crypto co coins and I want to do my daily thing and get lumber and go shopping. And what, do I just transfer the bit I need into the bank and then the rest stays in those different currencies? Yes. Yeah, you can do that. Or what's even better is if you you try and build a community, send your community, uh, like uh, your uh, people where you buy buy stuff from, tell them to get, go into crypto, send them to my classes and my talks. I mean, you know, that's the best thing. And that is the best thing to get rid of the banks is to all go in cryptos because they have see the the reason why government and banks have power is the money if they don't have if you they can't get to your money anymore they don't have any power over you anymore right so so, so my yeah my main concern was like the uh the rockefeller uh quote with uh, Kim aaron russo where he talks about the end goal with these guys is to put an rfid chip in your hand with all of your stuff in there your banking yeah. uh your money you know well banking is the same thing but but your health like everything is on this digital chip and if you're not a good citizen then they can just shut it off yeah they so do that in in china as well but you don't take the chip right so <laughs> yeah, that's all. I mean, right, don't so, take the chip. Be right, aware, so, you know, that you don't take the chip. Make sure when you go to the hospital, they don't inject anything in you or or anything like that. You know, although now I heard that you sniff in dust that does stuff like that too. So it's really, uh, you know, but I mean, don't take this shit. <laughs> don't <laughs> yeah i mean you know that i know there are people who would die not to take the chip or the vaccine so is if it, that's worth it to you <clears throat> to have your freedom 
Right. And so, well, I guess the question is like that could exist, but you could be still trading on in another world that, that yeah. even if, if the, if, if they go to a digital currency, which would they want to do, but it would only be the federal coins and it wouldn't push into these. So if you had some invested, like, I think people are worried it's going to just go poof and it's a honeypot. That's, that's the main concern that I hear. So my, my suggestion is trade in it. Well, my thought anyway, not suggestion, because don't listen to what I say. <laughs> do your own, but do your best. I like the idea of silver because it's real and yeah. uh, you could trade for lumber for if it all goes to crap, right? I have silver or gold. That's a real resource. So I like that. I like the idea of cryptocurrency trading outside of the, the banking because I know the banking is evil. Um, and then it's just that that worry of like, could they somehow snatch all the money? And you're and you're saying that if you if you set it up correctly, that would be highly unlikely. Yes. Well, even if they like the guy I told you as an example, he got arrested. I think he had uh, sixty million in cryptos or something like that. Now Holy I don't crap. know if where he got it from, but uh, he got arrested and he, they took his phone and. He would not. He refused to give the codes, and they couldn't get to it. They cannot get to it. Right. You have the codes, and they can't get to that. Dig them into your garden or something like that. <laughs> you know. So, um, yeah. Wow. Okay. Huh. That's, that's so, fascinating. So, and, and like I, what I believe is. <clears throat> And I don't know if this is true, but with everything that's happening and this vaccine passport and everything, I am I believe that there's going to be two worlds. The sheep and the smart ones. <laughs> and 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 uh, you know, I, I call it the sheep, but the, the unaware people who think it's the government, it's all true what they say, and they go for the vaccine. And I think these people probably are going to die soon, you know, because they, 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 they're going to die from the mask and the vaccine and all that. And they're, the smart ones stay. They, they don't wear masks. They don't take vaccines and all that kind of stuff. And they'll have cryptos and they are prepared and they have the guns, you know. So that's how I think it might be possible that the world looks at some point, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I kind of see it going that way, too. And a lot of the, you know, spiritual prophecies and, and the indigenous prophecies do that. They talk about the splitting of the worlds. And uh, I, my hope and what I've heard is that this is kind of like a parasitical system that's got its last breath, you know, yes. that we're, we're watching it die and they're going to do everything they can um, to move forward and, and they're going to succeed as far as we let them. But uh, there's enough people waking up, you know, like they've woken up sleeping giants is like, nah, you know, if you want to do this, we are, we are now prepared. So they're not going to get everybody, but they are going to get the people who contract with them and, and, yeah. and just accept that, you know, and yeah, so yeah. we'll be able to exist almost simultaneously, but it'll split itself off because if these uh, vaccines are as deadly as some people are suggesting, they could be one to three years. That was the animal trials. As far as I know, from what uh, Dr. Dolores Cahill was saying that uh, the ferrets died after three years. 
So, you know, this could be some very deadly stuff because my fear got to the point of like, oh, goodness, like, what if this thing can conquer the world? But um, I don't think it's going to go that way. I think there's going to be solutions because there's too many good people who are intelligent and powerful and connected and want to collaborate that want solutions. And so we just need to figure out new ways to um, share value and knowledge, right? The super important value and knowledge. So we can, we can go into abundance. So is there anything else uh, that, that people should know about crypto or like common questions you get or myths that people talk about? Cause again, I'm, I'm such a newbie. So that's why I was. Yeah. That's why you should ask me the questions. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the, I want to say something about uh, the topic we just spoke about. See the more people that wake up, and I, what I, I, you know, a lot of these peaceful um, demonstrations that are that are stay peaceful. It, it, I, I notice that a lot of people want peaceful resistance, you know, and and um, that is amazing because if you think about how angry people are and they have the tools to, you know, to take action in a violent way, I think also. See, the more people wake up and and f- they start manifesting the frequency changes on the planet. And, and that might be uh, at some point a tipping point that is coming to um, to change things for the better as well, you know. So, yeah, yeah, I hope so. Well, I'll ask you like the biggest question, because I know like in your other work, too, we could have done another podcast on just some of the things you've studied about, you know, frequency and spirituality and healing and all that kind of stuff that I love. And uh, so I'll just ask you the big question is, how do you how do you see things going? And how do you think we should prepare? You know, do you think you people should be uh, concerned, you know, because I feel like a lot of people are stuck in fear. And, you know, when I when I kind of go down this rabbit hole with myself of seeing all the terrible things that are happening it it, it can be fearful um but ultimately i i know that i'm impermanent and that i have to have faith in creator in our nature or god or the universe you know that there is some sort of uh force here so no, as bad as it could get there will be um solutions and i i think it's going to be like a storm scenario where it's going to get shaky but on the other side of it, it's going to be beautiful. And I'm just curious your thoughts on how things are unfolding because being in the center of it in the States, it's, it's quite a bit, but you're in the best state of all. I didn't know new Sh- New Hampshire's slogan is like <laughs> live free or die. Like, yeah, it like, is. You didn't have anything like that in Canada. I want to go there. Like, Oh my goodness. Like <laughs> that's even more badass in Texas. I don't know what Texas is, but what's, what's Texas's slogan. Everything's better in Texas or bigger or something. I have no idea what Texas's uh, have, slogan is. Yeah, what's Texas's slogan. Like live free or die. What's Texas? Yeah, I don't. We don't know what that yeah. is. Yeah, I'm sure you can Google it. Yeah, well, Google and fit. Oh, well, there's like the don't mess with taxes, but I don't know what what the uh, what the official <laughs> one is. Actually, I just googled it and it says uh, drive fat friendly the Texas way. No, that's not that's not it. But yeah, you know that I would think that would be the Texas slogan. So you know everything in Canada is, is the opposite. So we need more yeah. of that for sure. Yeah. Well, about the prep- preparation, I think everybody um, should, uh, should um, have some food and water for as long as possible. Definitely seeds um, because so you can um, uh, 
and and uh, get books on herbs so you you can make your own medicine and stuff like that and and um and then of course cryptos and some silver you know that kind of thing so um and and you know if you don't have a lot of money then you buy a little bit every week you know when you go shopping buy something make sure you make a list of things that your family likes so you don't have stuff that that you uh you know uh get a book how to bake bread and stuff like that so become more self-sufficient not leaning on all all the unhealthy food that's out there i mean uh who even wants to eat that but um you know that kind of thing and and um and i do believe that you um, I, I'm gonna. Uh, I, I'm working on a presentation. I want to do. Uh, if you want that uh, about um, who you are and 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 how you um, align with who you really are, and and that will give you peace. You know, to to align with your higher self, whatever you want to call it, your divine part. Um, that will give you peace through everything, and and. Um, uh, also, I, I teach um, in my uh, classes law of attraction because if you really know how the law works, then you don't have to worry, uh, you know, but you need to learn and you have to see. I last year at Porkfest, I did a little class workshop on, on alignment, what that meant and how you align and how you manifest all that kind of stuff. But if you don't integrate that, then, you know, it was a fun class and it was interesting. But so I'm going to set up a three month uh, coaching um, uh, pr processes, packages, so people can integrate that every week, step by step. So, so then it becomes a, a second uh, nature, you know, or it is really your first nature, but... <laughs> But people forget uh, that kind of stuff. So, so uh, yeah, so, so I think uh, prepare um, food, water, seeds, silver, cryptocurrencies, and uh, align, learn to align and, and become peaceful and not afraid. So that's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I love that. I, I feel like the the nature of the conversation is on self sustainability, you know, self empowerment. And, and, yes. and the opposite of that is is needing the government or someone else to do everything for you. So you don't have to know everything, um, just intending on learning like the little bits and community and, yeah. uh, you know, you, cooperation, you know, just wanting to do your part and your little bit, but but moving in that direction, kind of seeing things as they are and saying, okay, I'm just going to move over here because I don't want to be a part of that thing. You know what I mean? It's just like the vaccines. It's like, okay, you know, you can go take those. Um, I really suggest that you don't. Um, but you know, if you do, I'm going to just move over here and I, I hope it's going to be kind of that easy. Like it just might be, you know, where we'll just keep finding those solutions because everybody's yeah. moved over here is mostly cooperative, you know, mostly cooperative and people who uh, are self-sufficient, you know, yeah. that can, um, you know, support themselves. And so they can teach others to support themselves as well. And then we build community and abundance from yeah. that. So, yeah, no, yeah. that's true. And, and, um, you know, um, stop taking anything from the government stop taking uh handouts stop taking checks uh become 
responsible and self-sufficient that you know because then that's how they keep the power uh, over you is because you take that stuff you know um look after yourself and be responsible 100%. don't expect that taxpayers like we there's this discussion here in the village or in the town about the school i mean why would i i never had kids in my life why would i have to pay for somebody schooling you know and and maybe i don't have the money to even pay my my taxes for my for my house but i will lose it because somebody else doesn't have to doesn't take responsibility to have kids on this planet and they want me to pay for the school for their kids and i don't even like the whole school system and what they get taught you know that is terrible i mean people who who find that normal that that is a thing that that's just a screwy way of thinking you know that that's just it's fucked up <laughs> if you choose children you have to look after them if i choose something in my life then it's my responsibility to do whatever needs to be done for that you know not somebody else that's absolutely ridiculous so that's what i think about that it's fucked up <laughs> <laughs> yeah totally i agree and uh, that's what we need right we well, and that's why this this system has shaped people to be so reliant on the government, right? And not self-sustaining. So they can always blame someone else and and, yeah. you know, and take less responsibility. And what we need is more accountability for each person, you know, and more empowerment. And so we got to take that on ourselves because the government is not going to give it to us. You know, that's for sure. No. Um, well, this was amazing. I really appreciate this. And I was curious, is there anything that you wish that I had asked or you want to talk about before we close this episode. And I'll definitely invite people who are curious to go check out your workshop. Um, I'm probably going to check it out. So um, yeah, it's this Saturday. Okay. Yeah. I'll so, put, I'll post it in my yeah. telegram group. Let them know. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. And how often do you do them? Um, I, I would like to do some more, but I was uh, struggling a little bit. So, um, um, I I would love to do at least one a month. So, uh, but uh, I would love to do even more. But I want to do my other work as well. So I'm working setting all that up, the the coaching thing, and um, and and doing the coaching groups. That would be awesome. So, um, yeah. Amazing. No, I I I'm not. I think we you asked. Um, you asked everything that I, you know, I mean, probably after the class, there's more or during the class, you come up, I come up with things or you and, and you know, you get every all the answers that you uh, want. And and I, I, uh, it's a pity we couldn't do a Q&A because of wonderful YouTube. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> because that yeah. would be wonderful. I so. know YouTube is not, not, not helping with that, but uh, maybe we can set one up for another time and, and I'll put it out to the community. Cause that's what I'm trying to figure out now is like, where can I even do them? Cause I would do it on YouTube. And even there with 18,000 subscribers, people wouldn't get notifications. So I'd only have like 30 to 50 people and people would be saying, you know, I go to, I go to subscriptions with 9,000 subscribers and there's several hundred people in there. So I'm just like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my goodness. So do you, do, can you do live on, on, uh, 
on library or odyssey or don't they do like i'm gonna look into that there's just not as many people who are over there yet even if it is no that's true right so i've only got a few hundred subscribers so you know we're all all the oh but you can send the link out in your telegram group or uh or do you have an email list yeah so that's what i'm working on now so yeah so that would be cool yeah all right all right well thanks so much and where's the website they go to uh find you and learn more so at this point, because my website sourcetransformation.org is under construction, they go to Christopher's website where I have a page for cryptos as destinationfreedom.org. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you well, so much for coming on the show. Well, thank you. Great. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll do it again. Thanks yeah, guys we for will. watching. All okay. right. Bye-bye. Bye. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the absolutely phenomenal Lisbeth Van Leer. I hope that you enjoyed that episode. I certainly did, and I ended up taking her course on the weekend to understand uh, cryptocurrencies a little bit deeper and learned a great deal. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends. Do what you can to spread the word. Become a member. Go to Um, You know, censor, censorship is wild, so uh, Patreon might delete me. YouTube is on the second strike, and so that way it keeps you up to date with uncensored episodes uh, you can stay in touch uh, also find me on tele telegram rockfin odyssey all these different alternative platforms and for those of you guys who want to go and work one-on-one together you want to step into living your life purpose you know navigating some tools for peak performance you want to be in an amazing mastermind community that's supporting you to design and architect and live a life from your heart and your spirit and who you truly are uh, we'd love to have you in our group or just hit me up mattbelair.com forward slash coaching we'd love to have you so thank you so much for listening uh please do what you can to get the word out there we'll keep bringing you the best guests that we can to create solutions also we are launching a law summit i'm doing a law summit with my friend beth martins which is an incredibly spiritual endeavor i had no idea and lisbeth is um married to Christopher Gronsky, who has been on the show and uh, really a pioneer in understanding freedom and how to invoke your freedom. So check that out as well. Lots of amazing stuff coming down the pipe. And so let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we let you get on with the rest of your day. So wherever you are, taking a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, every muscle, and every fiber of your being with peace, joy, contentment, empowerment, connection, and ready to enjoy the rest of your day. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.